Welcome to another episode of Built on Passion. I'm Drew, and today we're talking to Mark Kep from Campground Views. Campground Views is growing into the Google Street view of campgrounds by providing video walkthroughs of thousands of campsites across the U.S. Hey, Mark. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Tell us about Campground Views. Campground Views solves that main problem. If you're a camper, you know that the biggest problem is actually finding a campsite. It's a pain in the butt. You have to spend all this. So you do one of two things. One, you're just like, whatever, we're going to get there and it'll either work or it won't. So that's, that's one way. And that's a small group of people that do it. But the vast majority of people, they want to know what they're getting into. So they spend all this time reading reviews, trying to find pictures, trying to drop that little Google Street View guy in the campground and he just won't go. That's what we've created we, is we've created Google Street View for campgrounds. And the whole purpose is to get more people to get more comfortable to go outside and adventure. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, my wife and I, whenever we go to a state park and we go hiking, when we're getting ready to leave, we go and we drive through the campground areas and be like, all right, which one of these do we want? And we take pictures and we say, OK, we want number 12. That's the one that we want. We don't want to book one of the other ones. So, yeah, it's it's a huge feature. You don't want to get stuck with one of the the campsites that's like, you know, just not ideal. Awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about you and your background. Yeah. So the way we got into this is back in 2009, my wife and I sold everything we owned. We bought a fifth wheel RV and we hit the road. And the original plan was to be out on the road for a year, year and a half and then settle down somewhere. And it was about a year in where we discovered, first off, we just discovered how awesome our country is as a whole. And then number two, the fact that I can work from the road, we were basically early digital nomads, that I could work from the road and actually make more money on the road than I was stationary at home and live this amazing lifestyle. That first year ended up turning into 12 years on the road. And it was through that journey where we identified this core problem that was facing everybody who wanted to go camping. And like any dummy entrepreneur, I said, oh, that's easy. We can start this and solve that problem. And so a decade later, we're actually solving that problem now with the the campground virtual tours. What did you try and do to solve that problem early on? So the original, so I'm dating myself here. When, When we went on the road, and some of your listeners probably won't even remember this time, there was a time before the iPhone. Yes, they, they had these little flip phones. And then if you wanted to connect to the internet, you had a USB stick that you had to plug into your computer. And it was a 3G connection. And so I traveled with a 3G USB stick as my data source. So the original concept for the business was based around, at the time, I think it was the Motorola Razor. I think that was the, the hot flip phone at the time. It had a camera on it. And so I was like, well, everybody's got a camera in their pocket now. They can record a quick video and send it to us. So we ended up collecting over 3,000 short videos where people would stand in the campground and kind of do a pan with their, their phone. And we put up all these short videos on YouTube. And you can go see them now. They're on campgroundviews.com. And still to this day, those videos will generate about 150,000 to 200,000 views on a monthly basis. These aren't viral videos. These are videos of campgrounds that people are interested in going to. And then that ended up leading us on this road where we ended up playing with the 360 cameras when they came out. We actually started doing some 360 videos that we posted on YouTube. You can see those on our YouTube channel also. They're awful, by the way. Totally awful. Like you, it's, it's just funny because you see that progression as we got better and better at building our technology out. And it was once we had those videos on, on YouTube, it was actually my brother who came to me. He, he bought an RV. He wanted to go RVing at a state park in California. And he used one of our 360 tours that we had of that of that state park that was on YouTube. And he said, Hey, Mark, this is 
the coolest thing ever, except I can't actually see the site numbers. So I'm having to reference the map and there's not really good information. It'd be really cool if you could provide data on top of that video for me. And I was like, you know, being an entrepreneur, I'm like, well, I, why can't I provide data on top of that? And so that ended up leading us down about a four year road from concept to creation of actually doing that. My first assumption is somebody has to have solved this problem already. Somebody has to be doing this. And what we found is the answer was no, nobody was doing this because we wanted to use video. We didn't want to use photos. So Google Street View, when you do that, the reason you have to click the little arrows is you're actually jumping picture to picture to picture. So they take photos as they're driving down the road. We wanted video. And the reason we wanted video is because it allowed you that incremental look at a campground because you can stop frame by frame and look around. So we weren't picking the view. You were picking the view utilizing video. And so through that, built a team, uh, got a great technology developer on board and um, ended up building out that technology and launching it in the market right in the middle of COVID. We launched with 143 campgrounds that were available there. And it was a test. You know, hey, the theory is, is that people want to use this. Let's see. And so we put it out in the market. And what the response was, was actually overwhelming that people love this. The funny thing was, is that people were actually pissed at us. Because they loved it, but we didn't have their campgrounds yet. How dare you launch this and not have this campground on it? And it was like, dude, I, I literally, I'm, I'm eating ramen right now to make this happen. We launched it. Why are you mad at me? We'll, you know, join. We'll use your money and we'll go film this camp. We're now at over a thousand campgrounds right now. And so the the plan this year is to capture another fifteen hundred to two thousand campgrounds. And what we've got coverage for is, it's pretty. When you step back and think about what we've created in the last two and a half years. It's amazing. We have filmed 60% of the recreation.gov properties. Those would be Forest Service National Park style campgrounds. And those are available right now at Campground Views. We've also now filmed all of the state parks in Oregon, Washington, California, Nevada, Utah, New Mexico, Texas, Arizona, and the state of Tennessee. And those are all actually coming online right now as we're recording this. In fact, we're about to launch Washington and Oregon state parks here in the next few weeks. So all on our end, we know the number one complaint is you don't have tours where I am. So it's cool, but you know it's not useful. So our number one problem now is let's get more content as fast as possible because that's what campers want and they overwhelmingly want this. You know, kind of a an interesting little side story there is if you go to our website and it may or may not be up when you're listening to this, but every once in a while and it's right now we have it. There's a button at the top of campgrounds that don't have virtual tours and it says, "Do you want a virtual tour of this? Click here." And it has been live now for two days. We've had 13,000 submissions of that. 13,000 clicks, I want a virtual tour of this campground. And so our biggest hurdle now is, is we operate in an old school industry that doesn't really know technology or use technology. And so even the big players, they're not jumping on this yet. They're not saying, hey, come out and film our parks. And so what we're doing is we're working on a few ways to just kind of leapfrog them because we know the consumer wants this content. We're going to make it happen. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask a little bit more about that process of adding parks and getting that video. What does that look like? Do you have a team who goes out? Are consumers doing it? How does that work? Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's hurting cats. And so when you think about the journey of actually creating a business like this, initially, we actually had people from the day one, I want to help you do this. And we had to say no thanks because we didn't even know the process well enough to be able to, to let it free go. So up until this point, we've held a pretty tight hand on that production process. But now we're at the point where we're going to be launching the ability for anybody to go out and capture these parks. 
Now, on the surface, that sounds easy and cool, right? Hey, I can go capture parks. What are these guys going to do? Hey, we're actually going to pay you for that footage. So you can actually go out camping and make money doing this. So there'll be that piece of it. But there's some qualifiers in there. Number one, you have to have the right equipment. You need to you know, take care of it. You need to go through our training process and you need to be able to deliver that footage in the style that we need. We'll train you on it, but it's not right for everybody. You need to be willing to do it. That being said, we're about to open that up and I'm super excited about that because I think that's going to be that's going to be kind of that tipping point where we go from idea concept to kind of mass adoption and um, mass content collection. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely going to be like the hockey stick of the amount of content that you can capture and kind of, you know, ultimately scalable content capture that you don't have to be completely involved in every single piece that gets uh, uploaded. So what is the overall experience for someone who joins your platform? Like what, what happens? What, what's next? Yeah, that's a good question. So when you go to campgroundviews.com, if you type in that domain name, you'll end up on a home page with a search bar, you know, kind of like a Google search bar. That search is driven by the Google Maps API. So you can search any location. You can put in Yosemite National Park or an address or a city or whatever. And you'll enter that and then you click search. And when you do that, it's going to search within a 50 mile radius of that address or location and return all of the campgrounds and RV parks that are within a 50 mile radius. When I said we built this thing just as a stupid idea, when I originally built this, we had to hand build our database. So our database has actually been hand curated. There's no AI or anything. This is actual real data that we've gone out and verified. And so when you do a search on campground views, you're going to get that those results. So for example, I always like doing this example. Yosemite National Park, everybody's like, oh, I can't camp there because there's only you know four campgrounds on the valley floor. There is something like 85 campgrounds within a 50 mile radius of Yosemite National Park. Most of them people don't know about. And so that's you start there at campground views. That experience is free to use. You can use the search engine freely. Now, some of those campgrounds, you know, in Yosemite be a good example, Rocky Mountain National Park would be a good example, you know, the major national parks and forest service areas. You're going to see there's a filter area in your search results up near the top. And there'll be a little box there that says virtual tours. If you click that box, it's going to filter your list and only show you the campgrounds where we have virtual tours. It's at that point that you would need a membership to view that virtual tour. So if you click on that listing, you'll get basic information about it. But if you want to view that virtual tour, you can join and get access to that virtual tour. And those plans start out really cheap if you just want to use it for a little bit of planning. And then they go up to like five-year membership plans that are you know, more costly, but it's designed for people who camp a lot. And you know our belief, and it's been proven out, is that I'm going to save you money, number one. I'm going to save you stress, number two. And I'm going to make other people want to go with you, number three, because you're going to be able to reduce that unknown. Some people, again, like I said before, they want that unknown and hey, go for it. If you just want to wing it, that's part of the adventure for some. But for most, it's not. Most want to know what they're getting into. And you know, so if you join the membership, you get access to those virtual tours. You could tour right through the campground. And that experience, I mean, we didn't talk about that, but the, the experience of the virtual tours is unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Just imagine driving through a campground. If you're a camper, you've done this. You've, you've, you've visited a campground. There's one and you pull in and you're like, hey, can we tour? And you, you drive the campground roads. It's exactly like that. And then you can move the view. It's a 360 video, so you can look left, right, up or down. And as you approach a campsite, a little marker is going to pop up over that campsite. And if you hit pause and then you click on that marker, it actually brings up information about that site. Site 25 has full hookups and a picnic table and blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom of that little marker, there's going to be a more information button. When you click that more information button, it drops you 
to the best of our ability, as far into their reservation process as we can drop you. So it's not our reservation process. It's actually the reservation process for that campground drops you into it. So then you can book that site. So that's the experience that you get when you get these virtual tours. That's awesome. Do you, is it mostly RV sites that you're capturing or you're also capturing some of like the drive up tent sites and stuff like that as well? So because we started with recreation.gov, it's mostly tent sites, right? So think about Forest Service Campgrounds, National Park, Corps of Engineers. That's a bulk of our inventory right now. As I noted, we're bringing on the state parks. So actually the biggest gap for us is the private RV parks and campgrounds. And it's an interesting, it's actually an interesting like kind of inside baseball with the RV parks and campgrounds. I'll go to RV parks and campgrounds and there's some that have our virtual tours. The results for them are amazing. Like the, their, their online bookings go through the roof, their inbound calls drop. It's just a good business practice to have one of these virtual tours. On the flip side, there are private RV parks that do not want these virtual tours because they do not want people to see their park before they get there. Right. They, they literally, they're like, no, no, we're good with the photos we have. We don't need a virtual tour. And it's, it's really funny to me because, okay, you're going to lie to people to get them in your park. They're then just going to write a nasty review because it's not what they expected versus if you show me your park, even if it's dumpy, if if it's within my budget and it's an area I want to go to, I may go there anyways. At least I know what I'm getting into when I go into that park. So it's a it's an interesting battle that we're having because we do a lot of stuff. Just a little insight. You know, I know you got some listeners that are in the industry that have their own businesses and stuff. One of the things that we've identified is that. When you look at the outdoor industry, the core of it is how do people get there and where do they stay when they're there? There's those two elements to it, right? And um, during COVID, RVing and camping exploded. Everybody found that that was the way to go. And following COVID, we're not seeing a massive drop-off. So people didn't buy and then sell. They're actually staying as campers and outdoor enthusiasts. And so when you look at that outdoor experience, where they're going to stay, we recognize very quickly that our industry, the campground side of the business is very fragmented. There's public parks, private owners, and the experience is all over the place. So we actually spent a lot of time and still do spend a lot of time educating and informing owners and operators of campgrounds and RV parks about what consumers want and how to better serve them. And so through that, we've got a Facebook group that has over 3,500 campgrounds and RV parks as members hugely active and we're providing them information, education, and all the data that they can use to help us all have a better experience at their campground. So in the end, it, you know, you can do a lot of stuff to make money, but in the end, if you can do stuff that helps people have a better time, I think that's more worth it. I think there's an interesting thing that you touched on there too, with the campground views technology and working with campgrounds directly is that you can work with a campground and, and they can then use that virtual tour themselves if they want to, right? Yeah, there's actually a number of, of public and private parks that license these from us. So they go outside of our paywall and they embed it right on their website. And so the results from them are people. My problem with the results is that they're so good. Nobody believes me <laughs> when I say, hey, it's going to increase your online bookings by 244 percent. They're like, you're full of crap. Like there, there's just no way that you can do that. And the reality is, is from a camper's perspective, if I can tour through a park and I can see site 20 and I can click on site 20 and book it. Why would I call the owner? I don't need to call the owner. I can go ahead and book online, right? And so that's that's the result is that they get less phone calls into their office, so saving them time and money, and then more people are going to book. And then the ancillary benefit is I, as a camper, know what I'm getting into. So I actually can pull – I got a real world, real world story on this. So this last fall, we were traveling on the East Coast. We were going down. We were going to stay at 
Bull Run Community Park, which is outside of um, Washington, D.C. area. And I was on their online reservation. It said it had 145 sites available. So I didn't bother to book. I was like, 145 sites, I can pull in and pick my site. Well, what I didn't know, because they were bad at communicating this, is the reason they had 145 sites is that they were preparing for their Christmas light show and the campground was actually shut down. So we arrived just at sunset to find that the campground was shut down. No other reservations. And I was like, and it's getting dark and it's, it's fall, right? So it's dark early. I'm like, well, you know, where should I go? And I'm like, wait a second, we run a, a site. Let me go to Campground Views. And I actually pulled up our site and I clicked simply on virtual tours. And there was a virtual tour of Prince William Forest Campground, which is over in Dumfries, Virginia, which is south of D.C. We have a virtual tour of one of the campgrounds there. I've never been there before, but I went to the virtual tour on our website. I found the site that was available and I booked it. And then we drove there and we arrived at 9 p.m. that night. Pitch black, no moon. It's a forested setting, so there's no light at all. But because I had been on the virtual tour, I knew exactly where to go to get to my site. And I drove in, I backed in, I parked. Next morning, we woke up, and I found out that I had driven through a forest of trees that was this narrow, and I backed into this tiny little site. But because I'd used that virtual tour, I was able to do it. And for me, that was just further validation that our tool helps campers. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a true statement of even, um, Airbnbs where they're like, you know, it's the driveway that's across the street from the knotted tree on the left kind of a thing, you know? And it's like, well, it's dark. I don't, I don't know which tree that is that you're talking about. So I'm hope, I hope this is the right one. So yeah, that, that's, that's a really awesome benefit that you don't really necessarily think about that, uh, gets you familiar with the, where you're going and understanding like, you know, everything about it, which is super cool. What advice would you give to someone who wanted to get into the camping and RV industry? So my advice to you is that this industry is absolutely awesome. It's it's kind of recession resilient. So as things have tightened up here in the overall economic environment, it's still a cheap way to travel. So what I would encourage you to do is actually look at the industry as a whole. There's a lot of opportunity within it. So you can be a service provider like us, right? You can do reservations or or services like marketing services for campgrounds and RV parks. You can own a campground or RV park, go buy one and, and operate one, or you can work at one. And working at one is actually a smart way to get into the industry. There's a lot of there's a lot of demand right now for educated, smart people who are friendly and kind to GM parks or or work at campgrounds and RV parks. And so if you think of that, there are campgrounds and RV parks in all of the cool places. So you can literally go work in Yellowstone or Glacier and spend a summer working at a campground or resort there and just have an amazing experience. And then from there, you can step into, you know, what you feel your role is to help the industry out. There's a lot of opportunity in this space and there's there's a lot of smart people starting to get into the space too, because from a real estate investment standpoint, people have discovered through online bookings and systems like ours that you can actually run a a park very efficiently and generate a very positive net operating income, which defines the value of your business. And so there's people right now that are buying kind of old rundown campgrounds, improving them, implementing online booking and so forth. And then they're taking a park that they bought for 600 grand and in two years making it worth three or $4 million. That's a nice return on your investment. Yeah, that's awesome. There's definitely a lot of opportunity there for sure. Uh, And even starting your own park, like you mentioned, that's awesome. Well, before we wrap things up, I want to give you one more chance to kind of plug the company and tell everyone how to find you. 
Yeah, the simplest way to find us is go to campgroundviews.com, Campground Views, so like Google Street View, but campgroundviews.com, and you can start there. Just go to and do a search and do what everybody does. Search an area you know and test us. Do we have the campgrounds you know are there? And you'll see that we do. And then go ahead and start looking for the virtual tours, testing those out. There's a little join button. If you click that, it describes what we're doing, gives you a little pitch. And I mean, our big thing is we need the money to make the system run. So if you think what we're doing is valuable, if you like where we're going, become a member, sign up and help us get there. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. It was great talking to you today. You too. Thank you for your time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Built on Passion podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are still listening right now, you need to leave a review. Like seriously, if you are committed enough to listen to the outro, then you must be a fan and we would love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to share this episode with a friend who's thinking about starting a passion project business. And as always, tune in next week for another episode.